Welcome back to another episode of the Culture Captures Spotlight Podcast. Today, I'm being joined with Matt from Kicks of Chicago. What up, my guy? Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, bro, of course. Um, again, since <laughs> this is take two, um, we're not going to sugarcoat it. So we kind of did do a little bit of a soft intro, but just again, kind of tell everybody like who you are, um, if they don't already know, and like what you do. Uh, my name is Matthew Berzak. Uh, I'm originally from Chicago. Right now, I go to school at UW Madison. I'm a sophomore there, and I customize shoes, and specifically known for customizing shoes for like local Chicago rappers. And like what you were telling me beforehand was like you were in photography for a little bit too when you were out in Chicago before you went to school. Yep. Um, and like kind of restate what you were saying, how that like helped you kind of build your web of connections kind of early on in your career yeah so uh early on back in high school i started a clothing brand didn't really like it uh i got a camera for a clothing brand so i ended up using the camera to do photo shoots and stuff like that then when quarantine hit uh i decided to do like stuff with sports because i used to play basketball so now that I'm out of basketball i used to take photos for basketball kind of make some side money but those connections of people i met was like nba players you know college players agents and that connection ended up like helping me in the long run for Kicks Chicago and like you were saying too you you had something you'd probably want to like get back into if you had the time for it yeah most definitely I would do it out here but it's just like the business has been doing pretty good and just not enough time because I took more classes than I should be which is not a good idea but we will just continue doing the shoe stuff and maybe when I get back to Chicago get back into photography so, like, I, I mean, you said you're a sophomore, too, in college, right? Yep. So, I'm sure you've been faced with the, like, oh, focus on school more than what you do outside of, uh, outside the classroom. <laughs> and, like, focus on getting your education and, and this and that. And, like, I know that's a tricky subject because, like, I'm sure, like, close to home or whatever, it's, like, yes, the focus is, like, school, school. But, like, deep down in your gut, you really just want to focus on, like, what you're doing. Um, and like with the paintings and like with the uh, shoes and, and just the kicks of Chicago stuff, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. So how do you how do you balance that? You know what I mean? Because it's different for other people in the situation. Uh, right now the only way to balance it right now is really just kind of lose sleep over. So it's like staying up till like one or two, like damn near every day, and just kind of grinding it out. And like between classes, going to the post office, shipping, kind of just finding gaps in the day like do little stuff like all oh, to trace some shoes i'll do it between like my first and second class today and then you know just kind of just staying up really and then making sure you're grinding on the weekends if i'm not traveling somewhere and like i guess like when did you get into shoes like when was when was like kind of getting into like the sneaker culture or something that really kind of caught your attention uh definitely was like first day of high school because uh, before then, I used to wear literally the same exact shoe and the same model, just a different size every year. Because my mom just decided not to buy any different shoes for me. But once I got to high school, I was hooping with a teammate named Sangale, and this man came to a tournament with five different pairs of shoes. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to step it up. Uh, from the, my coach, you know, so we were a Nike school and I played for the basketball team, so we were like super like shoe heavy. We'd get like 20 pairs a season. So I'm like, oh man, I got to up, start getting shoes, start doing my research, kind of like you know what I like, and then kind of just fell upon customizing. 
And yeah, so like, how did you fall into just painting in general? Because like, my like, I've been a huge fan of shoes, bro, since I was like twelve. You know, so like a long time. And like, I don't know, it's like I remember seeing like, and I'm sure you know who like Mosh Customs is, and like Casso yeah. Customs, like all those different pa- like people that do shoe customizations. Like, when did you kind of start to stumble into like that scene in particular? Uh, into customs, I stumbled upon it in summer of my junior year. I don't know if you know Serato. He did all like the hooping shoes with the crazy like galaxy stuff and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just saw a video because I was in I was at a coding school over the summer of San Francisco, and I kind of just uh, was looking for an app idea. Kind of stumbled across the video on YouTube while I was kind of in a rabbit hole looking for ideas for an app. And I was like, dang, that's nice as hell. And I was like, oh, I want my own pair of Air Max Nine, tiny graduation. But then I started looking it up. And they were charging money. I was like, I can do this myself. And I already had a lot of experience kind of like drawing and painting. I used to do it growing up, entering competitions, stuff like that. My mom had me do it. So I already had like the experience in like painting and drawing. Okay. So you you had like the the like art experience kind of going in before you kind of picked up like shoes? Yeah. So where is it like, and how did that kind of come about for you? Like, where, like, can you think back to when like you kind of were first introduced to art and it wasn't just kind of bland, it was like more like you took a passion and liking for it? Uh, second grade. Damn. So like, early, like, like young. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I didn't, I didn't do like hardcore, but like my mom would like take me to like once a week or twice a week to like an art studio and just have me paint for like an hour after school with my brothers. So we had like, uh, someone in the family is kind of like ran a studio and they were just charging like oh like 20 bucks an hour and you have like canvases paints and it's like you know you know you're in second grade to like eighth grade you just relax and paint it whatever you want they help you and so i was doing that and then also at my, cause i went to like a castle school growing up so they always had like uh like art competitions for like oh christmas and easter and you just win stuff so i always entered into it because people said i was pretty good at it and like so you okay so people around you would kind of see the work in classes yeah. and, and just like in the stu- in studios and be like oh shit you're uh, you got it <laughs> yeah kind of and, and like so then when did kicks of chicago kind of like start when did you start to see the success there with the business and realize that it like wasn't a pipe dream and it was going to start to really turn into like a profitable thing for you i would say over quarantine once i started taking it seriously because after i came back from that one trip from uh, the coding trip mm-hmm. uh, or customs and that kind of stuff. But then uh, my teammate was, oh, I want some cut for senior night. And I was like, shoot, I'll get back into it. And then from there, I was doing it on and off, you know, just slowly building up my portfolio. But like once quarantine hit, I was like, another level. And then from there, it just kind of took off and I'm kind of just going as it goes. Damn. So, yeah, it's, it, how did you how did it kind of come out in like the pandemic i mean you were just saying like your teammate um got you back into it but like were you able to kind of lean on those like older connections and like your your web of networks that you made kind of to um like carry you into the pandemic with it a little bit uh i probably wouldn't say that i would say uh because i always had age like i was like i did a custom here and there i would like upload to my page mm-hmm. and i i was still being active on my page even though i wasn't doing it 
full time. So it's just people from my page repost it and just kind of like just through, I guess, word of mouth too. So I guess you could say that, yeah. That's pretty raw. And like, what was kind of like the first artist to reach out to you and, and show you kind of love for your work? First artist? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm not sure. Because cause a lot of, like, the customizers are, like, big names, so I wasn't that big back then. But I had a lot of people showing love in general. I don't really know. I, I remember the first, like, rapper that showed a lot of love. That was, that was a key moment. Uh, Little Zeo's Tama. But, like, like, other artists, I don't know. You said Lil Zay Osama was the first artist to, to show you love? Yeah, like the first music artist, not like regular artist. Yeah, that's what I meant. My fault. I probably should have oh. <laughs> I should have probably oh, specified. Um, yeah, bad. like first like rapper to kind of reach out and be like, yo, this shit, this shit's raw. Like, let me get a pair, size 12 type shit. Uh, definitely Lil Zay Osama. And he like, was like the Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, he was like the guy that like, uh, he was like, I told him, like, I need, like, a few days to finish it. He was like, nah, man, like, I want these, like, right now. Like, let's do it. Come on, come on. And then he just kept getting pairs after. Like, I did his first pair, and, like, I need another one. I need another one. 69%. My fault. My phone's talking there. Um, <laughs> But you, so you said, like, he got you the first pair, and, like, um, from there you were able to, like he wanted them right away. Essentially, he was pressing you for the shoes yeah. right away. Um, no, he was. Yeah. Not he on some like couldn't... front shit, but like on some like just eager to like get them in his hands. Yeah. 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 Um. And like, what did so did he hit you with more work to do and like more projects to do from going forward or not? Nah? Oh yeah, yeah. He uh after that first pair, got another pair for him and his girl, and then he requested. He was like, "You gotta start doing other stuff. Like you got." He's like telling me like, oh, you got the skills. He's like, let's start doing clothing. Let's uh, let me get these overalls. Let me get a jacket. And then after that, he flew me out to uh, L.A. with him to shoot a mu- uh, two music videos. And he's like, let me get two jackets, two shoes for the shoot, and you can come with. And he paid for all of that. So I was like, shit. Yeah. What was it? What was it like having like your first kind of paid for like? experience from a like rapper artist um like for on some work stuff I, it was crazy like this was like a week before finals <laughs> for my my first ever finals in college mm-hmm. and it, let's go we're going for five days and i was like oh man you know it's like it's like is he serious he's not happening like and like the day before he's like is the stuff done i'm like i'm finishing right now he's like Meet me in Chicago, like, a night. And I'm out in Wisconsin. It's, like, 1 a.m. So I drive down there, and then I get there. He asks for, like, a date of birth, and he's like, all right, I got the ticket for you. And I'm like, shit, we leave at 11. I'm like, damn, he for real, for real. Yeah, that's wild. So, yeah, you, you, you were right on the spot with it. And, like, you were saying earlier, too, that he wanted you to start doing some clothing for him. And I noticed you do apparel of Chicago, too, right? Yep, just and, started that up. Yeah, and like, his, was he kind of one of the first people to kind of help you come up with that idea and, and start taking that really seriously or not? Nah? Like, was it something you wanted to do before, like, he even mentioned it? 
no, because I've done a few jackets. Because, like, you know, if you're doing custom shoes, you might as well do custom clothing and stuff. Because people would be like, uh, can you do, like, can you paint my hoodie? Can you do my jean jacket? And I'll be like, yeah, I guess I can. That's kind of the same process. So, uh, but he really pushed it. He's like, you guys start doing stuff with, like, fabric on jeans and stuff. Like, he was like, you know, making a separate page. He was like, tell me, like, what I should do and what would be, like, an idea. So, from there, I kind of just took advice and, like, really doubled down on it. And, yeah, I mean, that's raw that he kind of took you under his wing in, in the sense of, like, yeah, bro, I want to I wanna just get, like, a bulk of product from you i don't want just like one pair i want like five and then i want to get like clothes and like let's bring you out here and um from him directly did you meet uh any like rappers and like kind of start to get more like business that way yeah like i've seen him like out one time i went down to uh indiana to drop off a pair like i've seen him like literally text other rappers be like yo this is the guy who did my shoes blah blah uh, like for example, I don't know if you know 2K Baby. Yeah, I do. Uh, LA guy, and he hit me up saying, uh, "Let me get the same pants uh, as they had on." He said, uh, "You did them or whatever," and then I ended up going to LA for him too, dropping off the pants and just like stuff like that. Like he took me to us uh, Merchella, oh. that Dirk's, uh, that Dirk stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like, "Let me get a pair for that," and then you can do a pair for Dirk. And I'll pay for it. So I ended up doing that, and I got backstage access for the whole event, which is pretty dope. And were you able to like give Dirk the the pants? Dirk, uh, no, nah, it was a pair of shoes. But Dirk was coming a hella late, and they ended up kicking out uh, much of the people. Like, so when Dirk, like, cause it was uh, the week Dirk's brother died. Yeah. So they were like super careful about Dirk. So like they had everybody, unless if you had like an OTF chain, they had everybody leave. Yeah. So I didn't get to personally or get a picture with it, but uh, I got talked to his manager and just was the uh, manager of the shoes. Like how with what you do, and I'm like, there's a ton of artists you've worked with. Like we're gonna talk about more of them, I'm sure. Um, and just like different experiences, but how important is it for what you do to like kind of have that? picture to capture the moment or like um you know it's one thing if they're wearing it it's another thing if they see the artist like getting it on like in their hands on brand like on the brand's page i guess so i guess yeah like how how like crucial do you feel like that is for you and like your brand uh for me personally i feel like it's a part of my brand and it's like i would say it's the funnest part like sure you know like uh you make a pair for somebody and like you kind of like talk about it on your page or you tell your friend, but it's like a different story when you show like a picture, or you show videos of you like going out there and just hanging out with them for like an hour in the studio. It's just different, you know. It's like uh, it kind of makes you feel like it kind of makes it feel like more real, like in a sense. So like I love doing it, and I make sure that like any artist that hits me up or any artist that like I get connected with, it's like I give them the chance to like, all right, I'll fly out tomorrow if you need to. Like, you know, so it's like it gives them like it's also like if you're a client and like you're that big a name, why would I ship it to you when like you know you're like a VIP client? I might as well come to you, give it to you in hand, make sure you personally get it and stuff like that. So like on my Snap story, like I have a road to so it'd be like road to Sosa or like road to Herb, and it's like 
I kind of like document everything on my Snapchat. It's just like, it's fun. People like seeing it. I have fun doing it. And it just makes it more kind of like personal to the rapper, you know? Yeah, no, and it's cool you do it on uh, Snapchat. That, that's the first for me of hearing it. Like, I mean, you know. Obviously... We started, Go ahead. We started it on YouTube. Uh, okay. When we went to Sleepy, uh, Sleepy Hollow I think it was last week. Uh, they, I always have the same dude usually come with me. It's either my homie Rafi or like some random person that comes with me. Cause you know, it's like to have someone there with you, mm-hmm. but he, uh, he does video stuff full time now. And he started documenting all these trips now cause people have been asking for it. So we have our first video of sleepy hollow. So, yeah. So I guess we can transition to sleepy hollow then, huh? And, <laughs> um, let's, yeah. let's talk about how that came about and like, just again, how you, how you met him and, and just like what it was like kind of getting in touch with him. I actually think I reached out to him because we were with. Uh, can you wait? Hold up. Can you restart that? My bad. It just like it chopped. Yeah, let me know when to go. Go. Yeah, we were. Uh, I think I actually reached out to him because some artists I reach out to because like if I'm in a different state, like if I'm trying to get to like need more New York people, like I'll reach out to New York artists because like it just makes sense to like I'll reach out to you and be like, hey would you mind working or whatever? And Sleepy Hollow got back to me within like 10 minutes of DMing him, which was crazy. Damn. And then super cool dude, loved my work. He said, you going to catch me out. Uh, wanted a pair for that album he had. I forgot what the album was called. It's the one with the, the picture of him in a cartoon version. Mm-hmm. And he's like on the street. And he's like, let's do something off that. And then I sent him an idea. He's like, bro, that'd be crazy. Did that. And he had a show the next Friday. And he said, come to the show. But I had school. I was like, there's no way I can just, I'm not going to. Like, it was week two of college. And I was like, I'm not going to get for Friday. So I was like, I'll pull up Saturday with my friend. And yeah. And I told him, like, it would be cool if we, like, you know, documented it. He's like, hell yeah. He's like, I'm actually wearing these shoes in a documentary I'm filming. So he's like super down, and then we just linked up real quick, and then we went back home. That's super dope, man. And like, do you have any cool stories about like just that weekend, and like again, just kind of the hecticness that is like traveling, trying to get from like destination X to Y? Uh, for Sleepy Hollow, that was actually the smoothest, like smoothest trip we ever had. We literally flew out. I drove to Chicago, flew out from Chicago with my friend uh to new york we got airbnb and he called me after the show he was like yo what time you want to come in the morning i said whatever time and we ended up seeing each other in the morning at like 10 o'clock and then we literally flew at, back at five yeah and so, like when you when you gotta fly do you i'm assuming you just fly out of chicago you don't fly out of wisconsin no nah, from like flying out to madison because like, my brother always complains that like i take the car for the weekend like, flying out from Madison, like, that trip would have been, like, a $450 flight. But then from Chicago, it's, like, a $200 flight, you know? Mm, yeah. So, it's more, like, prices than it is, like, airports. Because I remember, like, when I first started traveling here, um, I'd have people from Wisconsin on my flights back to Boston. And they're like, yeah, we're just, like, coming in, we're flying in through Chicago. I'm like, okay, why would you drive the five hours <laughs> to get here? But now I, I guess I get it, that it's, like, way, way cheaper. Yeah. Um, oh, well, you're paying for $40 for gas max 
Right, yeah. And it's just like, it's probably smoother too. It's less stressful being in the whip. Um, where, like, what were some other, um, like, artists that you came in contact with, like, just kind of through, like, popping out to shows or, or just through another, like, rapper in general? Um, trying to think. Oh, I guess you could say, like, how I met Sosa was through his buddies. So someone saw one of the shoes I did for, uh, I forgot who it was, and Tato saw it. And then uh, Tato reached out. I reached out to him. We were on a phone call. He's like, I need like 10 pairs. I'm like, you serious? He's like, yeah, 10 pairs. So I ended up doing the 10 pairs. Met up with him in Indiana. And the thing was, the 10 pairs were in size nine and nine and a half. I'm like, he got two two sizes. Like, he doesn't wear two sizes, right? So... Uh, like six months later, I see a picture of Sosa wearing the shoes that I made, right? Mm-hmm. And I hit up Tato. I'm like, uh, like, yo, those for Sosa? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he connected me with Ball Out. Ball Out got, got a bunch of pairs. And then they were like, yo, can we do something for Sosa? And then, yeah. And I was like, I'll come to LA this time. And then flew out to LA. And then we just met all the guys. Yeah. I mean, growing up in Chicago, um, it, probably had to hit a little different um when you when you got to what's up yeah like sosa's like the man for me like he's like the golden apple so what was it how like was it kind of like a really it probably was obviously rewarding but was like when we went to time to think about like what to do next like what were you kind of left left at mentally because it's like damn i just worked with one of the like dream people you know yeah, so it took like it took like a little bit to soak it in. It's like, dang, I could really call Sosa like anytime I want because like I got his number and all that stuff. So it's like, it was like it was crazy because like the reason like the only person I really wanted to met through like the sneaker stuff was Sosa. So like when I did it within like the first year of college, I was like, dang, what do I do next? So then I like started like, I guess like you set goals and stuff for yourself, right? So like my goal right now is to finish. Uh, the Mount Rushmore of Chicago right now, which is obviously Sosa, Herb, and then Dirk and Polo. So that's kind of like the goal now, but it's like it's like crazy. I mean, you only have one left. Yeah, but I got to get that picture with Dirk. Yeah, that's so, how you, so that's, that's how like one and a half, technically. Yeah. But, um, but, I mean, that's just kind of crazy. I mean, your work ethic has got to be something that's, like, pretty hard to disturb. And I imagine um, – you know, you're pretty much work, work, work like seven days out of the week. You got to. That's the only way to keep up. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's one of those things where like I, I can't even imagine too. like what are some of the hardest things about your skill set that like people like me who don't actually do it wouldn't like understand or like know? It's because uh, I, I like I also post like a lot of the work I do like pretty much like every pair I do I try to post it in one way it's just like doing like six pairs in a day is just like it's a lot more work than people think it is like I see a lot of customizers that take like two days on a pair that like once you start doing it like for real like it's you shorten out the time I don't know if that makes sense like kind of like it make, makes it seem like they don't take that long but just because, like, I've been doing it so long. 
And I, I feel like, too, it's like, it's art, too. You know, even though it's on a shoe and, like, you know, it's on the bottom of someone's outfit, like, that's art. And um, it's, like, a personal experience for the, like, owner of, like, the people who buy the work that you make, right? Because it's, like, damn, I'm the only person with these, like, painted on my shoes or, like, in the case of, like, uh, you know, so-so where it's, like, we're going to buy, like, a bunch for the team type shit. It's the same kind of mantra, though, of, like, yeah, these are really just us and that's it, you know? Yeah. Um, and like, how did you come about to meeting Herbo too? I mean, like that, that happened pretty recently. That's how I found your work and everything was, I was just on CC's stories and Herb's like popped up and I'm like, yo, who's this dude giving Herb customs? Like, that's pretty dope. And saw that you were just like doing this stuff for real, you know? So like, how, how, how was, how was the Herbo one? Like, how'd that come about? That was actually like a like a process, I guess you could say. Like, it was uh, I met this guy, this trainer. I did photos for him. He was like the first trainer I ever did photos for. He took me under his wing. Shout out to him. And uh, from there, I did photos for him for like two months, pretty consistently. And he got a new gym. And the guy who owned the gym was like best friends with Herb's manager. And the trainer introduced me to him. And he, you know, we talked, we talked, and then he brought up how I do customs, right? And, uh, and he goes, yo, uh, I've had this custom idea that I want to do for her because I know her like that. And uh, I want you to kind of, like, design it, it off, and just do it, right? But then uh, quarantine hit. I didn't see him for a little bit. But then he hits me up about some golf shoes he wants to do and, uh, and do a photo shoot for his son. And then at the photo shoot, we talked about design. He showed me what he came up with. And then I ordered his shoes, paid for it. And once I finished it, he was like, you can drop them off to her, but like, I'll text you. I was in Wisconsin. It was the day before college started. And he was like, yo, Herb's in town. He's leaving tomorrow morning. Can you come tonight? And it was already 10 o'clock. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'll come. And uh, he sent me Herb's security's number. Uh, Herb Security said just text him when you outside. He dropped an address and then pulled up. Herb Security met up. We linked. Uh, said what up? And then he's like, yeah, Herb's in the studio. And then we went to Herb. And Herb was like, yo, about time you came. Because he didn't know we drove from Wisconsin. Because he thought we were in Chicago. Because, you know, it's Chicago. Yeah. And then, yeah. And we just met up with Herb. Talked for like 15 minutes. Got a picture. And then I let him go back to work. And, like, it's, it's dope, dude, because it's, like, you, you've hit a bunch of Chicago artists. I mean, I, I feel like you, like, when I was looking through, like, all the Chicago, like, just the people you've worked with, I'm like, damn, bro, I mean, you, you pretty much haven't, you've, you're only missing a couple people, really. Like, that's it, you know? Um, you've seemed to, like, just get a pair to almost everybody in Chicago. And I guess, like, what has been, like, the biggest, uh, not the biggest kind of success piece for it and catalyst for it, but how do you feel? How do you feel like that has been able to happen for you over the last like two years? Uh, just just being blessed and a lot of luck, I would say. Like, as much as I want to say it's like I did something, a lot of it was just timing and luck, and just like people reaching back to me and actually trying to help me in a sense. So it's like super grateful for that happening. It's just kind of like you know, Tato didn't have to do stuff for Sosa. Uh, little Bibby didn't have to answer my DM when I first started out. Like little Bibby answered me when I had like 4K. Damn, it was crazy. Cause they didn't have to be so nice, you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't have to like 
take me under his wing, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like people being like, you know, just showing love and respect towards me and like saying that like, oh, I'm trying to do something and just giving me the opportunity and just like being able to like, I guess, take that challenge and, you know, elevate myself to like, you know, fulfill what they wanted. So just grateful for that. And that's probably the real reason. Yeah, and it's like, I don't want the listeners out there to think that you just do shit for people and shy, too. Because it's like, you've done shit for other people, like other artists, other oh, yeah. customers, obviously, like outside of the city. And um, you're growing kind of out of the city, I feel like. I mean, you did stuff with Annalie Choppa, too, right? Like a while yep. ago, like Choppa Force Ones, I think they were, or whatever. Um, and it's raw that, like, I feel like a lot of the customs you do are on a phaser, too. Like, is there a reason that you pick... Um, like the Air Force One is like the signature model, or is that just what's like requested? Uh, it's just to customize on because it's just such a clean pair. The panels are nicely like placed, and you can just do a lot on them. And it's just like every rapper wears phasos anyway. You know what I'm saying? You know, how, like, and it's like always low top phase phasos. So it's like it's just kind of like the go to. Like everybody like expects customs to be on phasos at this point nowadays because like. Most customs you see, if they're not hoop and shoe, they're on Air Forces. Yeah, I I remember when people did like custom Jordans, bro. I mean, like I don't know if you ever were really into shoes like that at that time when it was like people would go get the I don't know like sport blue fours and then like paint them black. You know what I'm saying? Like that was I remember when that was like the biggest thing in in like the shoe game, and now it's like I think like you just said like it's not scaled back in the sense that like you don't do them as much but like i think the models and like almost the timing of when shoes are made like i see people do like custom shoes for weddings too like a lot of shoe heads will be like oh yeah i want like my own colorway for the wedding to like match the suit and like we're gonna do it 11 low for it i've seen a ton of different people do that um and, and shit like that but I, I just think again like what you do and like so many others in your lane do of just like the classic like let's put a brush to, to like you know material is like overly tough um and like i guess again like it's similar to a question i asked you earlier about like what's something that like people wouldn't expect about your job but um can you like go into detail about like what are also just like the hardest things about like constantly staying fresh and creative about like your job uh on that side it's like when i have my website it's like i'm doing a lot of the pairs over another reason i like working with like rappers and stuff it's like a lot of them be like yo you do you you surprise me or you come up with the idea i'll give you a theme or something it's like i do custom orders through dms but like a lot of the stuff is like people don't know what they want or they'll be like oh i'm thinking and then they end up like choosing something off my page because i've just done like so many so there's a lot to choose from but like that's what kind of keeps it fresh and like keeps the creativity going. Cause like, uh, so I'm doing stuff for, uh, Polo's, uh, DJ oh. next week. So we're going out to, uh, Polo's concert and then we're probably going to go to uh, Dirk's cause one of the OTF guys who's on tour with Dirk got a pair. So both of them were like, yo, do me, uh, like, uh, you know, Dodio, totally, you know, oh, yeah, doodly, yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Doodly. Yes. Yeah. He got a pair, and he's like, yo, do whatever you want, man. And I came up with, like, a banana OTF kind of thing for him. So he kind of, like, keeps it fresh. And, like, 
and usually they'll be like, oh, if they want to tweak something, they tell me, but that's not usually the case. But like, like Polo's uh, DJ, he was like, yo, do a Hall of Fame one for the tour. You know what I'm saying? So like, that gives you like infinite creativity in a sense where like, we're just doing a Hall of Fame kind of theme, you know? So mm-hmm. it's hard because like, you don't want it to look kind of goofy, you know what I'm saying? Of course. No, a lot, like, of, a lot of customs, bro, like, I was really, I was literally just about to say this before you said that. Like a lot of other customs too, like I feel like they go OD. Whereas like, bro, like the constant, one of the constant themes I've really had, like genuinely when I was looking at your work, was like, damn, bro, this dude just like does it right in terms of like there's enough detail, but it's still not like washed with detail. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's yeah. it's really soothe and like. There's even, like, I remember one of the pairs that stood out was the, you know, you bring up OTF, Vons, uh, the the tribute Vons shoe that you did. Like, that shit was tough with the little pink hits and the just black and white paints. Like, it was simple, but, like, raw. And, like, it was still, like, a good-ass custom. Um, and it's, like, it's dope that, like, you were saying, like, the Polo G DJ stuff. Like, who else have you, are you maybe kind of in talks with that you can reveal even <laughs> um, that, like, you're, like, working on stuff for right now? Uh, I'm not sure when it's going to come out, but right now, next weekend we're planning, actually today and tomorrow we're going to be planning, next weekend we're supposed to hit, uh, supposed to hit the OTF guy on, uh, the tour, and then also just Polo right now, those are the two main guys, and then hopefully a little Zay, uh, he hit me about, uh, a pair for Urbana's homecoming, so I got his size already, and, uh, we're planning to hopefully film something with him, like a Road to Zay Dope. episode. But those are like the three guys right now that are like, it's like celebrities you could say that we're doing stuff for in the, in the upcoming week or two. Like I already have all the shoes, we already finalized all the designs. It's just like a matter of finishing the shoes and uh, delivering. And like, I, I mean, again, we've you've talked about it earlier. You were saying like you don't really have. <laughs> a lot of time to yourself like you'd be you'd be working a lot but when you do kind of have time to just like be in college um and be like you know a college kid what are some things that you just kind of enjoy to do and like watch or partake in uh i just like hooping to be honest like if i got a free time where like i caught up on customs or like i don't have a lot of homework or like i just need a break i just go to uh go hoop i got a lot of homies out here that always be like yo i need another one let's hoop that because like i used to hoop a lot in high school we used to have like 3 30 to like 7 you know what i'm saying so it's just a lot like i'm still like pretty good and you know it's just still fun like even to your roots because like that's how kind of like how i got the shoes i just did it so much so it's a lot of hooping and then i just go hang out with uh people at their crib you know just like just relax really like just maybe watch a movie or something like once in a while that's about it you're lucky because like i mean bro when the pandemic i mean i don't know like correct me if i'm wrong obviously but like i'm assuming you played in high school yep so when the pandemic hit you didn't really lose too much time out of the gym like some months but not like two years like my ass uh nah because because they cut off our season while we were in the state playoffs senior year, right? That's when the pandemic started. But it was the fact that that summer, uh, that summer, we I went back to Wisconsin. I uh, started my freshman year. Mm-hmm. And 
Wisconsin was way more open than Chicago. So we had the gym available still. We, we got a Planet Fitness membership out in Wisconsin. So we didn't miss out on the gym. And then we hooped a lot in my home backyard. The guy who goes on the with me, he got a nice little backyard hooping. So we hooped like every day as well. So we didn't miss out. Hooping is like a good way to just going to go in and get runs is just like the best way to stay in shape too. Like, yeah, I, I, I play a lot of pickup. I didn't play in high school like that. I went to like a wicked competitive high school. Um, and I was hurt like the first year. So like, I was not really much of a <laughs> developmental project for like a super, super competitive school. Um, but I played like, I love basketball. Like that's what I was going to do before, um, uh, you know, music industry stuff and like podcasting stuff was, uh, do it, you know, for like ESPN or, or something like that. So like, I always, I feel you with the like, yeah, if I don't have something to do, like, all right, I'm going to go like play basketball for like four hours because it's like, it it's feels so good. Like when you walk out at the gym, it's like, you know, you almost feel like there's weight lifted off your shoulders. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And it's like, uh, like me personally, when I started the shoe stuff, the goal wasn't rappers. It was like, I want my stuff on the NBA court, you know? Yeah. I'd imagine. Like, I mean, is it, is it, have you had the chance to work with like professional athletes yet? Uh, I had a few cause, uh, I grew up hooping against, uh, you know, Taylor Horton Tucker. Yes. He went to Simeon. I went to Whitney Young. So I had friends that knew him. I knew him in high school. So when he got to NBA, we actually ended up doing two pairs for his rookie season mm-hmm. and got a pair of forces last year. So wait, where, where did you go to high school again? I went to Whitney Young. Oh, okay. So that's like, isn't that like one of the better like schools out here for basketball? Yeah, we were like number six in the nation my junior year. Okay, shit. Yeah, so again, I'm not from here. So, um, I mean, yeah. I just heard of Simeon, obviously, because, you know, that's where like you know, a ton of pros have gone and shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay. So you, so you were taking basketball probably like really seriously in high school. Like that was taking up a lot of your time, I'm guessing. Oh yeah. We'd be, uh, me and my homie, we wake up at five every day during, uh, during the school year and I'd get shots up at six to like seven thirty while he did homework at school. And then we just had practices three to seven after school so it was like everything was like in high school was like basketball 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 because like it was just so demanding yeah i mean i can't imagine like i I can't imagine doing this stuff like that i do um trying to do a sport like whether what like collegiate high school like i just couldn't imagine it fitting into the equation like a couple other guys i've had on the on the um podcast like they were college athletes while trying to be musicians or whatever and it's just like I don't know how they were able to figure out the balance of that just as a person. Cause it's like, that takes so much like mental, like st- like strength almost to be like, yeah, okay. We're going to like, just do this all day, <laughs> do this shit all day. Like I'm just kind of one of those people that needs breaks and needs kind of like a little more control of the day. You know what I'm saying? And like the hours in it. So it's like, I can't imagine being like just locked in almost to do, basketball all damn day all damn day and then like having like four hours to get everything done yeah no it was it was a lot but it's like it was fun like i personally enjoyed like the mornings because like used to play music just shoot you know do drills and stuff in the morning like you're usually by yourself that's good with you 
So just you and him just locked in, you know, you build like, like basketball really like, I was trying to build my network. It was like a lot, how I made a lot of friends, how a lot of people knew me back then. They're like, oh, you played, you know, for this school, this school, or you played for this team. It's like, oh, didn't we play together? You know, stuff like that. So it was just like fun. I don't know. It, it didn't seem like a lot of work at the time. It was just like, you know, you got to travel because our team used to travel to like Florida for like tournaments during the school year and stuff. So it was like, it was like fun, you know? Mm-hmm. And what was the point when you kind of realized like oh shit i'm not gonna have a lot of free time <laughs> with like what you're doing with the shoe customizations and like the clothing and and just trying to do like other businesses too and other endeavors i would say like like since junior year is like when i really started trying to like get the bag you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like at junior year i was like my goal is to like follow my on money by like this age or whatever or like you know or meet this by this at this age i was like that 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 mentality came into like junior and i realized like i'm gonna have free time but like free time to do like the business stuff so for example it's like sure i don't have a lot of free time on campus because like i'm always doing shoes or i'm working out and then i'm doing school stuff right but it's like me delivering shoes and taking that trip to let's say la that weekend that's where the free time comes in because like i can't work there just me focused on like you know delivering these shoes so like if we wait for like a client to like you know finish up like a shoot or something right me and my friend will go down to like downtown LA or like we'll see this Hollywood sign so like that's where the free time comes in mm-hmm. but at the same time we're also working because we're like on a business trip or like uh, or like if we're like let's say like the photo stuff like sure I'm still working for the photo stuff but like we're still going to like a dope event we're going to like let's say like one of the best tournaments in the nation and we're just taking photos and we're getting paid for it. like it's still like it's like work fun you know what i'm saying of course yeah no that's that's definitely dope it's like it's funny too when you bring up <laughs> when you're talking about your work travels it's like most people again that have been on here and when that kind of comes up when it's like oh we got to pop out to la or we're going to miami atlanta new york it's like yeah it it's fun and like there's that gap but like there's not much time but again it feels like with what you do and like you can correct me obviously if i'm wrong is like you have a lot more time you just got to make sure that package is all all straight getting to the to the client yeah because some some deliveries could take like with her be like 15 20 minutes right because like you know they're usually doing stuff or like it could be like i don't know when we went so so we went he was at the auto shop when he dropped the address mm-hmm we chilled at the auto shop for like an hour, hour and a half. And he just answered all my questions. We just chilled. They talked about the cars. So it's like, it usually doesn't take that long for what I do. But like also one time in LA, we saw nine different celebrities in the span of two days. So that, like then we didn't really have a lot of time because, you know, we had to go from one to one onto the next, you know? So it just depends what we're doing really. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. And I mean, when you say you saw like the nine celebrities, was it on some like introduction to you type thing? Or was it just like, you just saw them like walking down the street? Oh uh, no, they all got pairs. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's like you, you, yeah, that's crazy. So, I mean, that's, that's good, bro. I mean, shoot, you've been, you've definitely been busy. Um, I guess like my last like question for you is what are some goals for you, uh, for like the remaining part of the year, kind of just like, 
going forward too? Not to sound like kind of cliche with that question, but just like what are some goals that you kind of want to like knock off? Oh, no, that's a good question, cliche. Uh, like I said, probably try finishing off that, uh, the goal of, uh, the Mount Rushmore. The Mount Rushmore, because I have, like, I, like, I I have a guy that does, like, an edit for it, so we have, like, plaques in a sense. Mm -hmm. I kind of just hang my dorm, and it's just kind of cool to, like, see. So, obviously, Dirk and Polo, hopefully, we can finish that next week. If not, we'll still be on the road to that. Uh, some other people I want to work with this year within the next few years is Bobby Schmerda and uh, Little Baby and then obviously kind of go away from possibly rappers to do like NBA stuff because like I dip my toes into it but it's just a lot harder because you know, like 400 people in the NBA which is like makes it like super hard to either get connected or kind of like get known recognized by them and then uh, after college the goal would be to get like a store in Chicago like a uh, brick and mortar Oh, that'd be tough. Yeah, that'd be hard to have, like, a, a store, kind of, like, you can display your work and also, like, sell product. Yeah, and, like, uh, my, my idea is, like, you know, make, like, an art studio, like, open up to the public even. You know, there's so much you can do with, like, art. It's, like, we'll just see what happens in a few years. Yeah, bro. Um, well, I don't really have any more questions for you, man. Definitely keep chugging away because um, – you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be doing shoes for these NBA guys pretty soon. <laughs> uh, the rate you've tackled just getting into the music industry and working with a bunch of people. So, um, like I said, I don't have any more questions for you, bro. So plug uh, all your social media handles, plug your pages and stuff, so like people can go follow you if they don't already. Uh, first off, appreciate you having me on here. Had fun talking. And uh, if you guys want to see more of my stuff. Or you can get some customs uh, on Instagram at Kicks of Chicago. The website kickschicago.com. Uh, personal Matt Burzak, Matt Chad, and uh, Instagram. And yeah, that's, we have a YouTube channel. We haven't been posted on there in terms of custom shoes, but also Kicks Chicago. So yeah, thank you, my guy. Of and course, yeah. man. So yeah, you guys just listened to another episode of the Culture Capture Spotlight Podcast. Tune in next week for another episode.